Oh shit. We back again. Yes, we are, and we're portable cunt. For the first time, yeah. First time. Not sitting in front of a full studio, we have... Bumping shit, now we have the nice little portable mic. What do you call this, the Zoom H4N? H4N, and we are happy. So hopefully this sounds fresh. Uncle Notion, of course, will make this shit sound fresh. He'll polish it up for us, even if it doesn't. Damn right, he'll polish it up, he's about that life. And right now, it's, uh, it's the first podcast of 2016. Right. Happy New Year to Happy everyone. Yeah, this won't be uh, released for maybe a week or two, but ASAP, really. Hope yeah, we can get it out okay. for the first week in January. Perfect, to Uncle Nosh. So happy 2016. Yeah, man, it's good times. We're uh, just sitting here, lamping on the couch, fucked up a little bit, a little bit. You know, it's 4 p.m. though. So Enjoyed some craft brews yesterday. We certainly did. Yeah, some very good ones, which will be yapping a boot. Absolutely. But it's uh, it's, it's been real. We did 13 episodes last year. Yeah, it's not bad. And we started kind of halfway through the year anyways, right? We did. Yeah. I think it was like just before summer, like yeah. May, May or June. So that's not too bad. Being Averaging around one a month. That's what, yeah, I think yeah. we did say that. Which, uh, a little less actually. No, two a month. 13. Yeah. So in two half a, month a year, yeah. In half a year. Yeah. So that's not too bad even though, which is kind of what we wanted. We were trying to do like every couple of weeks. Well, hopefully with this little portable guy, we'll be able to do a lot more. And, yeah. Yeah. At least you know, have more guests to be able to, you know. Meet it, people at a halfway point as opposed hell to yeah. Yeah. go to a brew pub. I really want to start awesome. interviews and brew pubs yeah, and stuff. Same. And uh, beer festivals. It's going to be perfect for beer festivals. Fuck. Yeah. Wait, 2016 is going to be some shit. Probably yeah. shouldn't hit the cash with, <laughs> with the thing on there. 2016 is going to be dope with this. So uh, let's get straight to the sponsors so we can get the fuck on with it. Absolutely. Do you want to do it this time? Just never. Stuff I here? never yeah. ever want to do it. <laughs> we'll keep it nice. You're so and good at it. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first sponsor. Shouts to Brewheads. You can go to thebrewheads.com. You're going to get 15% off your entire order with the code BAOS. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And uh, what do they got? They got everything. Hats. Shirts, hats, uh, Coasties, all your class, craft yeah. beer merch needs. Anything. You want to rep craft? Yeah. Brewheads is your shit. Shouts to Uncle Phil, who was on the last couple episodes back in uh, America now. And shouts to Phil for the beers we're going to be drinking yes. today as well. This so. is for you, Uncle Phil. We have yeah. some really good ones. Uh, because you're a mad cunt, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Uh, the second sponsor is motherfucking Original Gentlemen. You heard, I always forget the website. It's Original Gentlemen, plural, dot C-A. Yes. We should, we, should, we should check that. I'm pretty sure that's right. Let's get our stats. Our stats girls on that. Yeah, stats girls. Uh, ladies, yeah. if you may. We do have ladies. We have lovely Tiffany yeah. and uh, Shelzy in yeah. the building. You know what it does? Lamping today. Yeah, well, today's a lamping day. They might, they might interject a few times here and there, you know. As 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 as, as they expect, should, as they fucking should. Yeah. You know, it's not a lamp without uh, originalgentleman.ca. Gentlemen.ca. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Plural. More than one man. Yes. Well, uh, oh yeah, that's going to confuse council. Let's stick with that one. Okay. <laughs> um, and they got everything. You need to get your beer game on fleek. They got that shit. They got them fucking like straight razor things. Yeah. The little brush thing. You know, you like put the brush on the soap and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that fancy shit. Shampoos, oils, combs, brushes. Mm, everything. The works, mate. Yeah. Hit that up. They got B-E-E-R you. is the code for ten percent off whatever you get. Make sure you do that. It's real. And uh, lastly, we have Illinois Studios, uh, which is the reason why this shit sounds boss as fuck. Um, Notion will mix your shit. You mix master um, anything you need for whether it's a podcast or fucking music production with vocals. Doesn't matter. He hook you up. It's a rather specific thing. I don't know how many people who listen to a beer podcast have a need for that. But you know what? 
maybe can't you listen to podcasts, maybe do their own podcast, podcast and they're like, fuck, exactly. my shit sounds Why do they so sound so oh. amazingly good? And those dulcet baritone uh, <laughs> voices that are just resonating through They must have ears. big, handsome beards on their face. Mm, yeah. So you could hit up, uh, the, go to the, no, do you know what? Illnotestudios.com. We set that go. up. I there forgot. you go. Set. Yeah, we did. Set. Yeah, we did. Didn't we, Tiffany? Yes, yeah, she's did. saying yes, we did. Mm. You can go to illnotestudios.com and that's going to take you to the shit and that will just tell you what the fuck to do to get at the motherfuckers to get your shit out of flat. So. The Movement Fam, High Season Co. Do you know what? Yeah. We'll shout just, them out. Yeah, shout them out. Big ups. Big ups. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going yeah. to change up. We might have, uh, we got a potential new sponsors coming up soon. Yeah. Which was the homies we were just talking about. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, the, you know, big things. Big things are quieting for 2016. All right. Well, let's start the year off with a, a little tune. Let's, let's, hear, let's hear a rap. See a rap song about beer. Do reckon they got one? Only one. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> and another one. Another one. It's bangers. Just they don't want you to hear rap songs about no, beer. No, they they're don't try, want you they're trying to hold you down. They try to. Uh, they know. It ain't working. They. It ain't working. They ain't never gonna work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Major key right now. We can tell you all the major key. Burr. Dubbers. So I think we should crack these motherfucking beers. Yes, as we start yeah. most of our podcasts after we uh, do our sponsors and song. We're going to um, get straight to the beer, so then we can yap about other shit. Exactly. So, right now, thanks to Phil, Phil Hinson from Brewheads, he brought up uh, a couple months back some beers from a brewery, which I hadn't had before, called Alpine Beer Company, and they are from uh, San Diego, California, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that is correct. And he actually brought up three. We had one, which was a uh, session IPA, and that was pretty fucking good. So right now, today, we actually have two. We have one called Nelson, a golden rye India Pale Ale. Sounds delicious. And we have the Duet India Pale Ale. India Both Pale Ale. are sitting at about 7%. So alcohol-wise, they're pretty much the same. The Duet's in a West Coast IPA with Amarillo and Simcoe hops. It's pretty lit, as the kids would say. And Nelson is a golden IPA with uh, Nelson Sauvin hops, which are from New Zealand, bro. Oh, Cussie Bro. Oh, Sue Choice. So um, good. So I reckon, I don't know which one to go Yeah, that's first. A, this is grapefruity, it says here. Yeah, and like, start with the, uh, the Nelson, that, yeah. Right, the duet, all right. You want to do the honest sir, the first Absolutely. beer of the year? Let's do it, first beer of the year. You know how that goes. Not first drink of the year, let's be uh, clear. We had first. Bacon Caesars. Yes. This morning. Ba- tequila bacon Caesars for breakfast. So mm-hmm. For breakfast. That's what's so up. they don't want you to eat. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, yes. There we go. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, uh... Wow. How's that smell? Like delicious hop juice. Hop juice is what the motherfuck it is. And we got a little bit of a bonus uh, that we're going to be uh, pairing it with today as well. Oh, yes. So, we brewed beer, like... Two days ago? A couple days ago, yeah. A couple days ago. And um, we decided, Auntie Shelsey was like, yo, keep that fucking spent grain. I'm going to do some shit. Watch me. Watch me. So y'all's made some uh, ridiculous... Well, yeah, we have... uh, I have a craft beer cookbook. 
and it had a whole section on uh, spent grains. And we thought, why are we just throwing these delicious beer grains away when they can be used to make fantastic things like spent beer grain muffins, which we're going to enjoy right right now. So these uh, these have... um, Chocolate chips, blueberries, a whole bunch of deliciousness. Is it apple? Yeah, apple. Yeah, they're apple muffins. Okay. Mm -hmm. Chocolate chip, blueberry, apple. And what grains did you guys use for that beer? Yeah, so what do we have in there, Craig? We had uh, some two-row, some crystal, um, uh, and some and carapils. Yeah. And uh, it was only about 12 pounds. Which, 12 pounds. Uh, sorry, I got to do the phone. Yeah, we only needed a couple go. scoops of the grain in there, but basically we just took a, an already existing muffin recipe and uh, added our own little touch to it. So, but uh, it hopefully will pair quite well with these uh, delicious pale ales we're about to have. So I think they're IPAs. Yeah, IPAs. They're both same IPAs. Shit. Yeah, both IPAs. Yeah, yes. one's a rye IPA, one's an IPA. Yep. So the same shit. All right. Well. Cheers, oh wow, it's cloudy. Eh? Cheers, yeah. guys. Happy New Year. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Fruity as fuck. All right. Hmm. Mm. What do you reckon? Tastes really fresh, like super fresh. fresh. Yeah. Right. Tastes like what? Tastes like lunch. Like lunch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think you're not uh, not wrong there. Yeah, this is solid, man. I don't know why it smells really fresh, like it, like uh, like a homebrew, like you just like you just like hopped yeah. It. Someone did say I can't remember if it was Phil or if it was like people when I posted the other one on uh, when I did the review. Someone did say like, oh, these are best drink fresh, super right? Fresh. It was one of those like um, you know, real like hoppy. Uh, what I'm talking about, you know, like the stone get you. Uh, what are they called? Enjoy by. Oh, like right. those type the of best joints. And, yeah. Well, you know, it's actually a, a type. Like a, you've seen them? No. Oh, it's cold. The actual name of oh, the beer is okay. called Enjoy By, and they keep making new ones. But the Enjoy By is like right when you get it. Basically, and that's the title of in the beer. Right, right, right. We're right, right. right when you get it. It's like maybe within a month. They okay. do like four twenty and stuff like that. Right. To, uh, be funny, cunts. But um, yeah, this is dope. This is really good. I see what he's saying with the kiwi hops. All right, bro. I see you. I see you. That. So this is good. Um, how does it pair with the uh, spent muffin? It's delicious. It's delicious? Yeah. Yeah, this is fucking solid, mate. Mmm. Well, so. Yeah, speaking of uh, delicious beers, I guess being the start of a new year. Yes. We should talk about, you know, a, a beer year in review. What did you have this year that kind of, you know, changed the game for you or something new and exciting or maybe a new style that, uh, you you know kind of took a liking to yes I think it's been this has been like 2015 was a fantastic year for I don't know I had a lot of drank a lot of fucking beers yeah that's some really good shit we only really went to like one beer fest so I don't know about y'all you went to cast days we only hit the Charlie yeah, I don't recall if awesome. we went to any others but um there was, I just feel like there was just enough beers I think we probably hit a lot more brew pubs this year so we have to try some like cooler shit yeah um do you have anything off the top of the dome that uh, stands out? Yeah, I had a few. Um, I mean, anytime I can get my hands on some heady topper, that's always up there yes. for me. So with As... our trip to Vermont, which we've mentioned in uh, previous podcasts, mm-hmm. um, mm, my I was just too. reminded how uh, delicious that beer is. And it's, again, one of those beers that you want to enjoy as quickly as possible it, it's not a beer that ages well it's you want to taste all those fresh hops as soon as you get them so mm-hmm. definitely we went through those pretty quickly 
Uh, you finished Oreos? Yeah, I've yeah. ordered 16 cans, and they, you know, I kind of tried to save one and saw, you know, see how it would really last. It didn't really work. Yeah, they're yeah. they're they're best enjoyed uh, fresh. So mm. the the Hetty was definitely probably like the highlight of the beer year, as far as like without yapping on about it too much. Cause yeah, we've mentioned it probably every podcast since. Right. Um, it's just that fucking good. Like it's you know. It's, and it really, really stood out that much. Like nothing can really come compared yeah. to that type of shit. And I'm only thinking in this that is, style. Absolutely yeah. not. And you know, this year is the year of Pliny. Yes, we got to get our hands on some we Pliny. Were, well, you got in the West Coast and fucking yeah. So hopefully months, by so. March we should have some bottles of that. That'll get be ready, very cunts. exciting. Get fucking then ready. We won't shut up about that beer. So oh my god, yeah. that's going to be a problem. Um, so Any for you was, that maybe that not Hedy Topper? Well, the first one that wasn't Hedy Topper yeah. that came to mind was, uh, I think I must, we must have mentioned it as well, when we went to the Chambly, um, beer, Chambly festival. beer Festival. We had a pit caribou, it was cherry porter, but it was like sour. It was like a sour cherry yeah. porter. It was the illish that I, I can remember. It was really tasty, yeah. It was so fucking good. And I've looked for it. I was actually trying to cop it for you and Brad for Christmas. Yeah. Um, I don't, I swear he ha- I took a picture of the bottle, so right. I, it's in. A, it's available. Uh, maybe it's like only at select uh, definitely. Yeah, like, maybe or... if you go to Paluso, like yeah. the spot. I just hadn't had a chance to get out there for a bit. But if I ever find that, I'm definitely copping that one. Um, so that was the most memorable one, though. The one at the festival that won the award was the lollipop. Yes, yeah, so the lollipop beer. We've had that before. It we was there. It was there previous years. 2014. We had yeah. That. So it's like uh, it's. Is it just called lollipop? I think or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, who's like, I mean, how can sour, you not try a beer that says cold it's called lollipop? lollipop yeah. Exactly, right? But it's kind of a light sour, like a Berliner Weiss or a Wit, like. Uh, technically, it's a Berliner Weiss. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So, so it's it probably like 4%. Right. But I just found it like really super palatable. It was like really thirst quenching. Like, yeah. But that is like the epitome of like a patio beer to me. Like, sit out there and crush those. And yep. it was sweet, but not overly like sweet or syrupy. It was. I quite liked it. It was. It was I loved good. it. I, we didn't have it. I know because Chelsea had it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you get to have it again. It was fantastic, right? Um, a couple other things that stood out. I mean, I don't want to go on. A lot of the ones we had in the podcast, we saved because they were like the exceptional beers. So yeah. Without going into too many details again, because y'all already heard that yeah. shit. But like the founders, the triple banger of founders, yeah, the three IPAs, cool, yeah. the Devil Dancer. Um, one was just called an IPA, I believe, and then the... Centennial the IPA. Centennial was, was yeah. the double, I believe. Yeah. So those three were just sick. It was really cool having them in there uh, in succession. That was that was a really cool experience. Yeah, there's a style, actually, for me, I know we've uh, talked about sour beers before and, and generally not liking them, but I just think we weren't really ready for them. We didn't have a palate for them at all, and when we went to Jolly Pumpkin... Uh, we weren't expecting the beers to taste that way and it kind mm-hmm. of put us off to them then you know we but now they've kind of yeah I, I'm, I'm really getting into sour beers i like that the sour flavor in uh some of these styles of beer there was a couple when i went with uh brad yes uh you went to nickelbrook we right? went to nickelbrook yeah out in uh this is in burlington and they had uh they were doing free samples there and flights and so we kind of just grabbed one of everything and there happened to be one called an Uber, and I wasn't familiar with, like, an Uber. I thought it was a style, but... It's just their branding? Yeah, it's their name for it. It's a Berliner Weiss, so it's like a sour beer, but they had a mango Uber. And when they started pouring all the little sample glasses, they poured one, and it came out, like, looking like mango juice. And I was like, what the fuck? hell is this? I would love to try that. So that we had a couple. It was amazing. It still tasted like beer. It was, like, sweet yet sour, and I, I just was really Everything impressed with it. Yeah. 
And unfortunately, it was kind of like a one-off. They did it for like a special event, so they only had it on draft there. They weren't selling it in uh, bottles in the LCBO or anything. Right. But they also make a raspberry Uber, which they do bottle. And I've had that a few times since. Yeah, that's, really, uh, that's why I had a bar hop. Yeah. Okay. That was dope. Yeah, I just really liked it. And uh, starting to get into the kind of the sour style beers and... Uh, I know there's some good, the Belgian, some Belgian sours out there. The, yes, like the Cantillon. Yes, those ones. yeah, we did actually, we were uh, fortunate enough to get some Cantillon here, which we don't really... You LCBO? No, so we were at After Cask Days, which is a cask beer festival here in Toronto, uh, done at Brickworks. Yes. Oh yeah, by the way, we are live and direct in Toronto. Yes, So yeah, yes. we didn't actually express that. We're always back and forth. So. In the building. Yeah, so we were at, uh, we went to Barvolo after, which is a... Uh, kind of craft beer bar in, in the city just off on Young Street and uh, I guess for they had some association with Cask Days and uh, through that got in touch with Cantillon or Cantillion I don't know how they actually pronounce it because it's French yeah Belgium's kind of French but you know better French. than me but anyways they had a couple of their beers on draft there and as soon as I saw it on the list I'm like right. I have to try that shit. so yeah and that was it yeah it was so good like just really so well made beer and, no they were actually they were draft. draft yeah okay. they were draft but yeah, it was just cool, man. It was one of those beers that you kind of see people, all the beer nerds posting about all the time. Yeah. So I just always wanted to try it. So, yeah. The sours are some... Uh, yeah, so this year, I think shit. for me, is like the year of the sours. I kind Fuck of... Yeah. yeah. Really want to get into it. Actually, there's a place in um, in Cali. I can't remember exactly where. It's called Rare Barrel. And it's a, um, a sour brewery. All they do is sour beers. And Sweet. I dude I follow on Instagram uh, who works there. Nice. Um, look, apparently, it's awesome. Phil was mentioning it, too. Yeah. So maybe if you're out there and it's somewhere near-ish where y'all are going to be at, it could be uh, worth rolling through for that. Like, Sweet. imagine that whole brewery. I mean, I know Jelly Pumpkin does it, but they yeah. didn't have, like, they had more like a shop than a... Right. I don't know if they brewed there, and pretty much it seemed like it was, like, pretty small. At least the place we went yeah. was pretty small, but... I also had a wicked sour. We went to Bahok the other night, and um, there was oh, one. Oh yeah, you yeah, each one. Yeah. I had to find it. it was called by Sawdust City, which is sick. It's called they called it FOMA, F O M A. I don't know what it stands yeah. for. Um, and it's a barrel aged Berliner Weiss blended with a saison, uh, which was brewed with peaches. As yeah, well. it was just fucking. That's sex. crazy. It was man, just yeah. so good, man. And like just stuff like that, and having continually having those type of beers is really definitely going to be. Something we're doing, as you said, but also that um, Anderson, uh, is Anderson Valley, the Goza we had. I think it's Anderson Valley. It's like the, the blood orange, blood orange, blood orange Goza. Goza, yeah. That was sick. So Phil, uh, Phil and Lauren brought two cans of those. So we had one yeah. with them, which I really enjoyed. Then we had one the other night yeah. uh, on Brew Day, and that was super sick. I really enjoyed that one. So yeah. Goza is another thing that I think yeah, it's, um, it's, it's in, done right. It's in that style too. It kind yeah. of has a bit of a sour, you know, sour, yeah, that yeah. weird salty yes. type of thing. I know Bose makes a, a few of them. Yeah. Well, which we tried. I, I had happened to have them because Lauren feels wife really only like she's very particular. She really just likes the sours. So yeah. we broke them out. Nice. And in comparison to that, I didn't feel like the bows were I up to know, par yet. Not or? up to par, but it wasn't maybe because it wasn't sweet enough. It was this right. weird sort of like soury, right. salty sure. thing. So it was a little strange. But it could also be that I don't know enough about the style right. uh, to judge it. And maybe we were basing it on the the orange one or whatever. But anyway, that shit was boss dog. Um, my favorite beer, potentially though, like at least aside from the heady and the okay, top three beers of the year, heady top one, um, the cherry porter from Pit Caribou, and the third would be the rogue, 
uh, beer beer. Yeah, I was really impressed with that. So, so I was lucky enough to find it on my little journey to Vermont because there's so many good beers, American beers we can't get in Canada, yeah. you know? So I saw that and I just thought it would be interesting to do for the podcast. Wasn't really expecting much from the beer itself. And then I uh, was pleasantly surprised when it was a, a delicious brew that didn't taste like a man's face because no. that would just be... A little odd. A little odd. Just a little A bit. little odd. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe some people are into that. Oh, I did want to throw out there too. I did a, a Niagara trip with uh, my lovely girlfriend, Rochelle, and it was meant to be kind of a, like a wine-inspired tour, but, but? but <laughs> I kind of turned it into a but. brew tour. Because <laughs> that's how we do. Yeah, like we could go to this one winery and then these seven breweries. <laughs> so we so did uh, we did Silversmith. Um, we did Niagara College, College, which was really cool. And uh, what else did we do in Niagara? Are those the only two in Niagara? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. The rest How of them was, being wineries. Yeah. How were those two? I know so, um, my brother went to Silversmith, like, earlier this year, like, last year, and apparently it was really dope. Yeah, it was really cool. Is uh, it's So they made a brewery. I feel like this is kind of a, a trend that's going on right now, but they're making breweries in old churches. Oh, I guess what? But they're converting all the that old churches church? to... Yeah, so it was in, like, an old church, so that had, like, the, you know, the kind of... The stained glass right. and, the, and the the tables were all like churchy, like yeah, old. they looked like that, but it was renovated. They kind of gutted okay. it, but kind of kept the churchy feel to right. it. So that was kind of cool. Um, Niagara College was awesome. I was kind of in search of this beer, just going on some of our favorite beers of the year. Uh, at a bar recently, I'd had a um, a cherry pilsner by uh, Niagara College. Oh, Chanel mentioned that yeah, the other day. So I, I was I, I had it at Craft Brasserie in uh, Liberty Village. That's why she brought it up. We it was local, it okay. was so delicious that I said I have to get my hands on this. So I found out that they sell it at Niagara College. So that was kind of part of the reason for going there. Right. But it was cool. I went in and they had a, a draft room and the students of the the college. It's a, a, a beer brewing college course. They're the ones that kind of run the shop they serve you and everything give the samples but they're also the ones that are brewing some of the beers that are on tap there so i thought that was a kind of cool Fucking concept, concept yes because they're making really outside of the box stuff like crazy stuff uh that um you wouldn't normally do just to kind of experiment and then you get to kind of try it so do you know any examples aside from like yeah, there was a really there? weird um it was like a aged triple IPA something or other okay. uh, it was like aged it was an IPA aged in like red wine barrels Sick. yeah it was really intense really intense flavor but it was kind of like a little scattered it's like they're trying to do too much with right. it but just cool to try like someone's they're actually they're and making something like that so. I didn't know I knew they were doing those too the that are in the LCBO or whatever yeah um, those are kind of they're just standard like run of the mill and something else yeah right? it's a the red one and the blue one I don't know what yeah a dra- it's a lager and a nail I believe so that's just kind of their like standard. their goats right standard but actually at the brew pub you get to try all the different stuff it's definitely worth because I always thought it wasn't worth going to I didn't realize it was that sick yeah it was really cool no one told me that okay fuck we have and to then there, we were going by, we happened to be there around lunchtime and I guess some of the students would come in and just Sample some of their beer. You have a right. couple beers at lunch, and that's that was kind of cool. That's pretty chill. It made me want to quit my job and <laughs> become go to brew go school. to brew school. Yeah, that'd be dope. So maybe one day. But yeah, like they're like early twenties type thing, so they're Damn. younger. Yeah, so good for them. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Early. 
Yeah, I didn't get my hands on any of the Cherry Pilsner. They had sold out, so I was very disappointed about that. Damn it. But I just wanted to throw that out there because that, again, was one of my, uh, like, like really top. solid finds of the year for that, that Cherry Pilsner. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, the other, in the last week or since we've been in Toronto, uh, I managed to hit up a few bars uh, that I hadn't been to for a minute, one being Bellwoods. Yeah. So I know we talk about that a fair bit. Um, I only went first time with you probably 2011. We went actually opened. opening week. It was yeah. like they were still in their soft open. They didn't even advertise and yeah. uh, didn't have a sign up. But and it was this was reminded me why that was dope. Like all their beers were fantastically well made. Um, atmosphere is cool. The menu is still weird as fuck. Yeah, their They're food menu is a little super off. Strange. Yeah, it's yeah. Appeals we went, to that hipster crowd, I guess. Super hipster, like it's like duck hearts and yeah. yeah. Like when I when we went originally, it was like jellyfish and shit. Yeah, they had jellyfish on the menu. Yeah, but it wasn't like that weird. But it wasn't too yeah too much too normal. So, but aside from food, so we had some of the food actually. I went with my mate Tommy, who was out from Australia, and he uh, we rocked some stuff. And it was really good. Nice. Um, but the beers were definitely solid. There was some uh, a great variety. I even had this one. It was uh, um, I forgot the name of it, but it was like a thirteen percent barrel aid cognac barrel aid. Oh, it was nice! Intense, That's crazy. Intense, but it was so good. So good. So good. Like in just tasters or whatever, but um, fucking solid Bellwoods. And the other one I went to was Mill Street. And then once again, I haven't been to Mill Street yep. since two thousand and eleven. Probably yep. like when when all four of us moved up, everyone was here. Um, I went twice actually. I went once with Tommy in the brew pub, and then once in the other one, which is called the Beer Hall. Yeah, the Beer Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's their kind of newer addition to the the brew pub. Right. I found. I don't know if I'm hating because I, I all I did was try drafts. Like I did like a, a, a flight. Yeah, a flight. A flight. Yeah. Uh, a flight of the ta- of the all the seasonals. Right. So like they, um, I kind of oh, what the fuck was it? It was a black, black witch or black magic. God, I've got shit memory. Um, anyway, they all really were average. I was just so yeah. surprised. And I didn't go in there, like, worrying about the Labatt stuff. I just didn't particularly think it was super well done. Like, when we went to the beer hole the, the, the second time with Tiff, we had a meeting there that um, Tiff and other other friends had um, the Beetlejuice, which was, like, the 7% triple. Yeah. And that was cool. But I had, like, a Hell's Buck. And it was okay, because that was all they had available that I hadn't yeah. had before. But, um... A little disappointed overall, to be honest. I mean, I know Mill Street, like, I, you know, they go to Tank House and Organic and all those other ones, you know. The Vanilla Porter actually is still pretty good. I had that on draft. That was good, yeah. actually. But just overall, I just, I don't know. Maybe in comparison to a lot of the other breweries, they just were lackluster. Maybe not as, like, creative or it just seemed a little watery. Yeah, I, I think, well, our palettes have changed, obviously. And when we first got yeah. into craft, Mill Street was kind of, you know, one of the forerunners in the Toronto craft beer scene so oh, yeah. for us that was kind of outside the box when you come from drinking like you know shitty like, macro lagers then yeah. you go to that it's it's a big difference but now we've kind of evolved to you know we went to the the crazy real serious serious craft, craft yeah. stuff so now that's kind of almost a step back to a point well then that's again essentially it, it's like a um a stepping stone for like getting people into craft like Tiff always said the first beer that she liked outside of like Heineken, which you'd only really been exposed to, was um, Mill Street Organic. Yeah. So that introduced her to be, okay, all right, these other beers are pretty cool, and it's like that small step, and then I guess the rest of their range aren't too overwhelming. Like, right, same way we've always said, like, you don't want to, someone who, who isn't into craft beer, you don't want to throw them, like, a, a, 
a triple IPA or something really intense where yeah. they're going to be totally turned off from it. You know, give them something like... Uh, like even us with Jolly Pumpkin and the sours. We fucked exactly. ourselves unknowingly. Yeah. Realized not knowing it was sours, not really knowing it was much of a thing. And then we kept drinking those fucking things and we didn't appreciate it because we had it way too early. So right. the, we definitely should have waited on that if we knew. If we knew, that's If okay. we knew. But yeah, that's a good point. So it was good. I guess, uh, I don't know if they advertise themselves as that or maybe I'm just being like overly judgmental or something. I don't know. I wouldn't but say so. We went like two days pretty much in a row as well. Um, so I, I don't know. Anyway, it was still good. It was just an interesting experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other beer? Oh, we had a couple other beers on this list that we did enjoy. Um, the Oscar Blues 1050. That was that was crazy. Which we've done for one of the podcasts. I just yeah. really enjoyed it. Really unassuming little silver can. Uh, sometimes you like we've spoke about before, like you look at a beer and you definitely judge it by the the can or the vessel it's in, right? But yeah. this one was just this little I just I'd seen that I saw the uh the the brewery name, the Oscar Blues or whatever, and I, I recognized it. And uh and ten fifty rang a bell. So when I saw it I just picked it up, there was one lone can sitting on the shelf. And again, I was in beer land, so like there was all like it, it was almost impossible to choose right. from. And uh, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, so I picked that one and was very pleasantly surprised with it. I think it was like a ten point something percent, like Russian Imperial Stout. I, I think it was ten. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was hella intense. Definitely um, unexpected. I think it was mainly because of the packaging. Like you don't expect a beer to be that serious in a it fucking was, yeah three ten whatever three thirty mil can. A little tiny silver yeah. can that doesn't really look like much. So not at all. But definitely pleasantly surprised with that one. Any other on the list there? Yes, there's a couple more. The um, Sculpin. Yes. So the Ballast Point Sculpin, which were bought out, which I guess we'll discuss, but they were bought out by that company. It starts with C. I forgot what it is, but they own Corona and stuff. Yeah. So this year I had the. Um, Maybe last year, this... I, what, what year was it? Okay, so 2015, uh. I had the Grapefruit Sculpin, which was fantastic, and the, um, I believe the Habanero mm-hmm. one, which was all right. If I haven't had it, it's one I have still in the mm-hmm. fridge, and I had the normal one, and they were all really sick. And I nice. keep... I remember my friends were out on the West Coast, and they were, like, taking pits of it, like, Sculpin beer. Like, hey, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. this. I guess they were recommending... It was... I can't fucking talk. <laughs> it's New Year's Day. What do you expect? Jesus. It was recommended to them... So I feel like um, those now, the, the upside of them being bought out is that we'll hopefully be able to get the, their beers in Canada pretty soon. But the Sculpins were very impressive. Um, and one we actually had last night, the Bose New Lane Oh, Zion. yeah, I really, I was a, a huge fan of that, like I am of most Bose. But, yes, um, Bose don't fuck up. So it was a beer made for New Year's, no? Is yep. that, yeah, so a New Year's beer. Um, it was a triple. It was a 9% triple. Belgian, Belgian triple. triple. With champagne yeast. With champagne yeast. they kind of usually are anyway. Yeah. Um, it wasn't quite cold enough when we had it, but I think it's like, I guess we just skipped the step and, you know, went straight to the flavor. Yeah. So like you said, hella bananas. Yeah, it was like, to me, it was almost like, uh, like, you know, banana baby food you get in the little jars. Yeah. Like, it was so... It like yeah, it was like smooth and creamy and banana-y, and I, uh, I thought it was just absolutely delicious. Bows never disappoint. Never, so. they really don't. Um, that was a great fucking beer. I was really happy, so we cracked that just after midnight as our little uh, yeah. first beer of the year. After the champagne. After the real champagne. Yeah. And then we had the burst champagne. Yeah. So that was that was dope. It was, it was a really good year for beers, I think, as far as stuff that I we, agree. we drank. Well, there was more than just good beers out there. There was lots of beer news, right? Like There's uh, a lot of beer news. Right. Probably the top of the, the list was all the buyouts, all the stuff that... Um, 
the companies who kept right all the big companies buying up. up the little craft companies. Yeah, and it's uh, you know a bit of a, devi- a divisive thing. Some people, well, craft people don't like it, um, of course. Well, like when the bat bought. But Mill out Street. Mill Street, there yeah. were places that were serving it that stopped serving it because yeah. of that. So I don't know if it has to be that crazy, but like... I, I can understand. I, I get I get both sides. People are like, oh, well, you got to let them... they got to make their money. They work their ass off. Let them get their money. I get it. I mean, it's easy for us to say because we didn't have anyone dangling, you know, fucking 20 million in front exactly. of us. But like, you know, as a craft head, as a purist, you want... They got into it, I assume, because particularly when Mill Street got into it, it wasn't cool to be on craft. So they got into it because they were into craft beer, right. and, they were, and they, it wasn't something you know you'd make money from. Right. So I, I would assume good intentions from them in, in originally, but then you have that opportunity to expand it to get that money, and, and if there's no other way to get it aside from getting other investors, you know, private investors. Yeah, do you to do? Them, I guess, right? I guess so, and it just sucks because it sort of keeps growing. You know, when anything has a monopoly, it's never a good, good no. thing. So it does kind of suck. But enough um, breweries were bought out, so Mill Street by Labatt. This is just some of the ones we quickly found. Heineken bought 50% of Lagunitas, um, which kind of sucks, but uh, I guess they're still 50% owned, and all it really means is distribution, which we're still waiting. I guess if Heineken has it out here, it means they should be able to get Lagunitas out here too. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a matter of time, um, which is I'm trying to look at the upsides and not yeah, too bad at constantly. Yeah, of course, um, I think we mentioned this in one of the other ones. Firestone Walker was bought by Ju- Juvel, but I think it's more of a like a merger than a a buyout or whatever and they they seem like a family owned brewery type of thing yeah in Belgium small, and, yeah yeah it's almost just like the I feel like that's a better thing yeah that's a bit more of a like it's like a not a collab like a like a teaming up they're just sort of like alright fuck it let's just join forces and, and not merge just rather buying than like, and overrunning the, yeah, the, yeah, the small guy over. yeah exactly um, the other one we had here was a 10 barrel which I, I forgot where they were from and they went to AB and Bev I think that I remember that one being a huge deal because it's I don't, I'm not really familiar with them so much because yeah. they're in another world we don't really get to, yeah. to deal with that Maybe shit um, but a lot, yeah a lot of buyouts this year last year I keep saying this here it's yeah. what happens January 1st uh, we should probably move on to the next beer as well yeah. by the way so tell us about this one it's great so this is the second pale ale we're doing by Alpine Beer Company it's called Duet it's just a India Pale Ale, I guess, yeah. uh, standard India Pale Ale, West Coast IPA, uh, features Amarillo and Simcoe hops, um, and it as well is seven percent mm-hmm. alcohol by volume. So let's give this a shot. I'm excited. So um, just finished off this other one, the the Lager Nelson one was really really good. Very impressed. Oh yeah, there we are. You hear one. that shit? Oh yeah, yeah. get the burst in the glass, you fucking cunt. The girls actually, it was really funny. I was like, next beer, both girls like turned around and grabbed their beers. Beer. Yeah. They were like, oh, oh. So I was like, don't rush Finish it, don't up. rush the craft. We'll, uh, we'll keep it here. Don't even sweat it. We get a nice little photograph of this burst. Oh yeah. So I guess uh, just talking about beer news as well, specifically in Toronto. We've talked about this before for the uh, first time. Since Prohibition, we can uh, actually purchase beers not in the LCBO and beer store. So uh, they've been available in a few grocery stores around the city. They have. Uh, nothing too serious, nothing in like the downtown core yet. You got to kind of find them. They're kind of on the outskirts. But and it's Ontario wide, not just Toronto. Right, too. right. I just say specifically Toronto because uh, obviously we're the most important place in the in world. the universe basically. Anyway, so pretty much, but yeah. So it's, the idea is to grow it, and eventually, I think there was supposed to be somewhere around three or four hundred uh, locations Fantastic. that uh, carried beer. And 
They sell them in six packs, which is fine, but I think they... I saw some single cans in one of the photos, though. Yeah, yeah, I think, but you can't get more than a six-pack, so they're not selling cases of beer. Right. They're not selling 12s or two fours, but yeah. you just Same as pick up a couple six-packs and you're good, good right? to go. Yeah. So It's more the convenience and stuff. And, uh, yeah, when you're doing a big shop and you don't want to have to go to, like, five different places, just pick up your beer there. Yeah, it's a huge move, man. It's really good, particularly for such a, like, heavily pro, like, uh, monitored place as this. How do you feel about this beer, by the way? Oh, let's cheers to it. Yes, cheers, counts. Take it. Well, we can cheers, ladies. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. cheers. Love today. Mmm. Mmm. A lot mild. Totally different than the other, which is strange because they're both Amarillo and Simcoe. I definitely didn't expect this. Pale ales. It's uh. The other one was quite cloudy. This is clear. Yes, the other one was hella cloudy. Yeah. Let's get a quick photo there. Oh shit. Ah, all right. Um, yeah, this is definitely not what I expected. I really thought this was going to be way more uh, intense than. Yeah, it's pretty mild compared, I guess. Yeah. So probably better that we did it in this order. Yeah, I'm. Uh, what do you think? You went the other way. Might yeah, maybe the other. Yeah. Just lighter to stronger. Yeah, lighter to stronger because the other one was just more overwhelming with the the hops. With this one, I don't know if the other one's really like fucked up our nose. I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up the palate because yeah. this doesn't taste like. It tastes super mild, yeah. like. For seven percent, like mm. that's mm. like it's there. It's just not really punching in the face. Like I thought, I really expected this to be better. Like yeah, the, the Nelson was a golden rye, and you know, whenever they put rye in, I was like, okay, maybe it's kind of like a Asian barrel Scotch ale. Maybe they just use rye for um as the malt. As I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think that's what it was implying. In a barrel, yeah. I just assume it's the liquor right. itself. Um, Okay, so not bad. So, you know, the grocery stores, I was talking to a dude last night at the New Year's party, and he said, like, just yesterday, he went, it was his first time, he was at a random, like, Korean uh, grocery store near his house, like, he didn't tell me where he lived, but yeah. he goes, apparently it was a lottery, I haven't confirmed that, but apparently, like, the stores that got to stock the beer, it was some sort of, like, oh, okay. lottery, all eligible stores were put into it, and I guess they kind of somewhat randomly chose them and spread them out. Right. Um, which is why there's like one in the downtown court right. or none at all. There's none in the court yet, I don't think. Yet, but, yeah, it's kind of whack, right? But um, he said it was really cool. He goes, like, it, and I thought it was an interesting point. I know he's probably drunk or whatever. He's like, this made me feel like, oh, oh, you trust me now? You trust me to make these decisions about my alcohol purchasing habits? Right. Like, whilst he goes, he goes, I, he Snapchat and he said that it was sick. I had fucking green tea and some beans and a six pack. Yeah. And that's how it fucking should be. It always should, should, should have been like that. It yeah, shouldn't have like, taken this long. No, to... it should not have. And he was just like, you just. It just made sense. He was just like, yeah. it was just very convenient. It was there. And it was like, yeah, I wonder if I was going to go get that anyway. It saves me another trip. Yeah. You know, it gives more income to the grocery stores. Exactly. Um, and, and it just shows people that you're not going to treat them like children. Like, you know, <laughs> Quebec's had it for forever. Yeah. I didn't see the place burning down. Like, exactly. It's not a big deal. It's like Amsterdam, everybody smokes. Sorry, nobody smokes weed. Like, no kids smoke weed. Yeah. It's mostly tourists. Yeah. Because it's just around. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's in people's faces. So it's like, don't be scared of it. It's just, it's here. Yeah. It's like, if you want to do it, here it it's is. Like it's like what said, it does. It's a convenience. The novelty will wear off and people just get used to buying beer in grocery stores. Yeah. I just hope this also encourages, like, them to spread more craft. Like, I just don't want, I don't want to go into a store and just see, like, the same thing I see in the beer store. Like, the, no. the top 10 stacked everywhere and then this little corner of craft. I think, uh, at least it seemed from what I heard, is the focus was on craft beer and local product and stuff like that. So I thought it was like a, a small percentage. Yeah, I think it was 20% was supposed to be uh, reserved for the craft beer section, but 
20% is a lot more than what the beer store carries, right? And to tell you the right. truth, the beer store has actually upped their game a lot since... Uh, yeah, since they had that new thing coming. Yeah, so I don't know if you bothered to check it out. What do yeah, you I've, I've went to a few where there's some craft beer you can get at the beer store and can't get at the LCBO. Really? Whereas that was never the case before. Uh, I can't think offhand, but I can bring mm-hmm. you to the LCBO, mm-hmm. uh, the beer store that I went to to found them. Because I'm not, there was I'm yeah, there's some stuff I was like I'd never seen before. So okay. yeah, it was cool. I'm gonna have to uh, check for that. So that that was dope. I think that was one of the biggest things to happen, at least in in Canada or say in, in Ontario, which is where we're based out here. So I mean, you know, for that to change was was fantastic, and it was yeah. a really big deal. Um, and the other thing I guess that we were talking about was the buyout of Mill Street now officially makes Bose the largest right. Canadian um, craft brewery because they can't be called craft anymore now that well Mill, Mill Street, Street can't, can't be called yeah. craft I would have excuse me personally thought somewhere in the west coast like Phillips or whatever would have yeah. been bigger but Bose themselves said this and I assume it's probably based on output yeah so it's just in the numbers well I they mean, do a lot of lug tread in the city so yeah. yeah I'm seeing Bose everywhere now you know they're all yeah. up in Quebec like everywhere I go like we've been going to restaurants and stuff and that I, probably has something to do with it their expansion to Quebec because that's probably that's Helped a lot. Big business. Because they're only available 24 hours drive, no further than 24 hours drive right. from the brewery. That's where their trucks go, basically. Right. So they go like Western Ontario, but that's it. Yeah. And then in Quebec now. Nice. I'm not sure how deep in Quebec. So yeah. I thought that's fucking phenomenal. So that was a really cool look. Um, and we were talking about this the other day. You made actually an interesting point. So I thought that 2015 was a real, like another large year for craft beer. I know it's been growing as far as like everywhere in the world like uh, and now I finally got to try some Australian stuff and we drank one the other day or I haven't tried it that's the only one I had Um, my boy Tommy brought me over a six pack of uh, Aussie and Kiwi um, craft joints craft cans which was dope when my parents brought me some over a few years ago it was all macros just whatever Whatever. because I didn't know the difference we knew then but it wasn't as serious (laughs) yeah so I know Australia's taking it real serious and I, when I asked on Facebook people were really arguing and what was good and blah 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 so I figured okay people are passionate enough about it there then that's working you know there's um, the states is popping we've very much noticed here in Canada both in Montreal and Toronto there's always new brew pubs opening um, there's always new stuff coming in the liquor stores and the LCBO um, so and then I, everywhere we go like every time we've come to Toronto I just feel almost shocked and even I guess in Montreal too wherever I go there's always good craft beer available like it's very rare where there's not at least one or two available on you know and that's what i'm talking like the mainstream shittier pubs so pretty much everywhere so this huge wider availability of craft beer is uh as a fan of that stuff is it's fucking dope yeah it's i mean i guess if you can take any good from something being like super trendy i'll take good craft beer you know what i mean yeah. and there's a lot of uh <clears throat> posers out there that are just uh drinking it to look cool but yeah there's a lot of people that are really appreciative of having good product yeah. widely available throughout, uh, you know, all the bars and Wherever restaurants you normally go to. So, and, and you made a point the other day when we were talking about this. Um, oh, I think we were talking about, like, a whole bunch of the new breweries opening. And I was like, this is sick because we get to, like, you know, there's so many... So They're almost variety. like pop-up shops now. They're, like, yeah. every second store is becoming a, a, craft, a, a brew a pub, pub or a craft pub, which is cool, like, just as long as people are staying true to their art and getting into it for the right reasons, right? Mm. People are getting it for the passion of it and not just to make a quick buck because uh, it's it's trendy in this day and age, right? 100%. Um, that's, that's really what it was about. Like, I'd say most people would get into it 
because they want to be into it for the beer. But shit, like you, you know, you never know. People actually could be just doing it because they're like, "Fuck, this is trendy right now." And when things start to pop off, and everyone just jumps on the bandwagon, so there could be a whole bunch of people um, starting breweries completely just because they got money, and that's it. That's definitely not, you know, what we want to see. Right. But you know, I guess. The time will tell. I feel like the people who are like the same as anything. I feel like all the fraudulent motherfuckers will just end up disappearing. Like they never last. Yeah, exactly. So if there's not, and you know, you can't. Particularly in something like this, there's a lot of work. You have to really keep up, and there has to be passion. If you're not passionate about it, I don't think you're going to be. The product will uh, suffer. Yeah. Yeah, the product will definitely suffer. But, um, so that made me happy. At least it's everywhere in uh, 2015. Um, yes, and uh, we actually uh, met the owner of a, of a brewery who we're going to have on in um, probably next time I come to Toronto we'll get him we'll link up with him we'll get him on the podcast so um, he's he, he's not the owner of a brewery but he I guess he it's an interesting one it's he's the owner of a beer brand I a guess a beer brand yeah. that brews contract it's called Lost Craft um, which we found uh, Tiffany found it on Instagram because they do a wicked wicked merch line um, the little tagline is for the six like it's written like 416 yeah, number four yeah, yeah. Um, really dope merch, really top quality. Um, we had a meeting with him the other night uh, at the local. In, um, and the labels are, the cans look awesome for the beer they sick, have. Yeah. You know, really good branding. The guy is a great dude, Shahan is his name. Um, really, really good guy. Uh, seems to really know his shit. Um, he's really passionate about getting it. And look, he's got no distributor, and they contract brew out of cool, like a lot of brands do. And he literally just knocked on doors, and it's in like... I'd probably say 30-plus establishments across the GTA, like from Scarborough out, like even yeah. West End. I think he's just been knocking on doors and be like, hey, stock my shit. Some of them have got it on draft, some are cup in the cans. And that's amazing. Well, he's going to... I kind of like his um, direction he's going. He's kind of making very approach, approachable, sessionable craft beers. Yeah. So I think he, he just has one beer out right now, if I'm right not Right now correct. called Revival, which is like right. a, a lager. It's a Colch. A Colch right. lager or whatever, yeah. I was, no, I was really impressed with the beer. I, it tastes similar to like a Bose Lug Tread to me. Yeah. Um, super approachable, easy to drink, but still had flavor to it. Yeah. So it seems like he knows what he's doing. It's a good product, and uh, he obviously has the uh, design aspect going with it, which will make people try it who wouldn't normally try it. Exactly. And then maybe all of a sudden, yeah, hey, I like this. This is good. I don't want to be sipping on my Budweiser all day long. I want to try this. Something different, And it looks right? cool, too. Something yeah. different, so... That's really the aim, I think. That's what he was saying. Like, they, they want to appeal to that market that aren't being spoken for now. And he said, without sort of, like, making it corny or whatever, but there's, there's no beers that are, like, speaking to, like, the urban market, for lack of a better word. So it's sort of positioned, like, and he said, people have said, oh, it kind of looks like OVO, because you know, it's white and gold, and some of his stuff is black and gold, which is more just, like, classy colors. Yeah, like it looks, the, the can looks classy. Yeah, and I guess it's, you know, more of a nod to that, like, that, that sort of aesthetic, but that appeals to the demographic, I guess, that we're all are, sort of, like, you know, 21 to 35 hip-hop generation, you know, humans. It's kind of an untapped market in, in uh, this so. genre, yeah. Because he was like, and I didn't really think about it like this. He's like, you know, like everything just has tractors on it, and like they're all basically aimed for the aimed at like uh, you know dudes with big beards and right. flannel shirts and right. shit, and hipsters, hipster type motherfuckers, and like I guess that's kind of whack because it turns people that aren't that turn off. turn you off. Yeah, yeah or, it can turn you off. Like it's more likely to be like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah, that's not that. me. I'm not that type of person. So yeah, and they're like, oh, that doesn't. Yeah, that's not who I am. Exactly. Particularly if you're not, you don't look like that, then 
yeah, so I thought that was kind of a cool approach to it because the, the people who potentially are you know, turned off by craft in general, whether it's the the poser type people or they just they think it's all just hops. Right. Um, this type of shit could introduce them to it. Like, I'm sure they're drinking some bullshit out of, like, Canadian or Coors or something. Sure. So this is a great alternative to that in a brand that kind of looks cool in their hand for their Instagram photos if that's what people are about. Like, you know, I thought that was a really cool concept anyway. And the way you took the merch, like, most brew merch doesn't... Um, you know, really looked at. Yeah. Ill. And I didn't realize it was Bruma. I thought it was a separate brand, but it's actually, like, it says for the six on the can, which I didn't realize at first. That's cool, it was, man. Like, I, it's really good. Like, I think he'll do well for with that one, yeah. I was going to kill if him. If he man. keeps the good beers going, then people will keep drinking. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we're definitely, we'll get him on the podcast in the, in the coming months, definitely. So I'm looking forward to that one. Um, so is there anything else you wanted to mention from 2015? Uh, no, I think we kind of talked about the good beers we had. Um our favorites we talked about the big mergers which was kind of the big news this year Mm -hmm. uh craft beer being available in toronto and or in ontario and the the stores stores, that kind of that's everything in a nutshell if you ask me yeah i mean as far as stuff that we dealt with and like we said this is you know we're not trying we're not super industry beer guys you know we go to the festivals and we drink a lot of it and we brew it which we did the other day yeah we're looking forward to right we didn't talk about that yeah Yeah, so that's all the thing but we, yeah, we made a pineapple pale ale with no pineapple yet because it goes in secondary. Gonna, I'm excited about this one. That's going to be good. We'll, yeah. know how, we'll definitely drink that on the next on the, podcast because yeah. um, it'll be done in a month, I guess. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, a good, it was a good year for beer. I feel like it was, uh, you know, people are paying attention to it. You know, I've seen the, the numbers of the podcast grow. You know, we, we sold out pretty much of, those, uh, of our merch, um, the, the beer and other shit, uh, tanks and stuff. Um, I feel like people are paying attention to that in general and there's, there's, a, there's a market for sort of the way we're talking to people so I mean like yeah, this is the this is the type of podcast I guess that will introduce people to good craft beer as well exactly. rather than like the real serious ones because there's some great podcasts out there as well yeah. that might be a little too intense for, for someone maybe yeah the other people doesn't who know what they're getting into, into it. exactly yeah. Yeah. but like you know we're just uh, hopefully we're, we're the, we'll bridge more of that this year I'm looking forward to doing more of that this year and getting more people into it or at least showing them like yo it doesn't have to taste like piss yeah you know you don't have to be a fucking hipster dickhead exactly. to be into it doesn't so, have to be pretentious it can just yeah. be a good delicious a good beverage, beverage you sometimes you talk about it you talk about wine too you talk yeah. about coffee it's fine like, exactly so um yeah man so that was a nice little year end wrap up yeah so I'll just confirm the sponsors. Go over that one more time. So who we got? Who first? We got Phil from Brewheads. Brewheads. Website. Uh, thebrewheads.com. Uh, coupon code. B-A-O-S, beer and other shit. Can I get you? 15% off. Off what does it get you? Everything. M- merch, glasses, everything. Anything everything. you want. Beautiful. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. Number two. The Original Gentleman. Website. The Original Gentleman dot com. Um, percent discount. Uh, discount code is beer for ten percent off all of your purchases. All of your beard goodies. Get your shit looking good. If you're a pretentious hipster, that is for you. Uh, and lastly, Ill Note Studios website. Well, you have a new one now, yes, right? Yes, we do. Break it down. IllNoteStudios.com. Holla. Simple. <laughs> um, discount. Uh, I think Brattles has given fifteen percent. He matches. Uncle Phil. Match, Uncle Match Uncle Phil. Phil. Yeah. 
and uh, that's of anything mixing mastering and even production if you're an artist and you need or even if you're not an artist and you need like music original music for a podcast or something you're doing like we, we anything audio cover. related he's got you for that 100% yeah. so uh, and what's the, the code for that is BAOS um, well, it's like a contact form oh, okay because it's not like an online store right. so it's a contact so form just form holler and say I'm glad you mentioned I, that. I listened to Beer and Other Shit podcast and I heard about your discount and then yes. we'll, we'll fix you up Perfect. So that's the way to go. So that's a uh, our first portable podcast, not in the studio, which is which is nice. Hopefully, it sounds nice. Hopefully, it sounds nice. I have no doubts. I have uh, full faith in uh, in Illinois Studios' capability to produce a high quality podcast. Nice. Um, so yo, that's pretty much it. We'll uh, we'll, we'll hope to and, see a lot in twenty sixteen. A lot. We'll see if we need to get on it and uh, get more of these out. Yeah. Let the council know. The council need to know. Well. All right. As we say. Cheers. Cheers. Catch, catch your cunts. cunts.